Okay, so you're wasting well, money on I'm, keeping people alive. I'm That's wasting a waste to you. money in the fact that somebody doesn't want to change, and I'm giving them drugs for free. Welcome to the Ashcraft Catastrophe Podcast, where we discuss hot topics and long-debated arguments in philosophy, politics, and current events. I'm your host, Claire Ashcraft, and I'm sitting down with my co-host and father, Brian Ashcraft. This show would not be possible without listeners like you. So thank you, and enjoy today's discussion. All of the opinions stated here are that opinions of one person conversating with the other person conversating. Not solid ground to say one stance or the other, but it's just meant to make people think um, about one side or the other. Today we are going to talk about the war on drugs. Long history there with like, Nixon and racism and a lot to unpack. Something to start out with is um, one of the nation's solutions to the war on drugs, one of the first things they did was start the D.A.R.E. program. Many of you probably went through it in school, but a long time ago they found out D.A.R.E. doesn't work, and the government continued to fund it. In 1992, studies showed that D.A.R.E. actually increased hallucinogenic drug use. For some kids, it had no effect at all, but for others, it made them want to try drugs more because they were curious and made them think about things they didn't think about before. After that, the American Psychological Association did a 10-year study. They came up with the same result, that the program was counterproductive. Oh, why did the government fund it for so long? And why do a lot of schools still use it? Leaders of the program reportedly tried to bribe academic journals not to publish these findings because they thought that the strong public support for the program was most important to them. In 2011, 75% of the nation's school systems still use the D.A.R.E. program. It costs about $750 million annually, but teen drug use has only risen. Just a few years ago, Jeff Sessions redeclared the war on drugs. America has sunk more than $1 trillion into this war. No results, except for arguably mass incarceration and more political corruption. This is where um, the racism kind of comes back into play in a little while, because the U.S. has 5% of the world population, but we have 25% of the incarcerated world population. 20% of that is for drug crimes. Minorities are disproportionately affected by this because black Americans are far more likely to be arrested and convicted for drug crimes than white Americans, even though they use at relatively the same rates. According to a Human Rights Watch report, in Manhattan, between 2010 and 2015, blacks were arrested at a rate of 3,309 people per 100,000, while whites were arrested at a rate of only 306 per 100,000. In general, criminalization of drugs overall and stigma has stopped those with addiction from getting help as well because of fear of being arrested and incarcerated, especially with many of the years and punishments ever increasing while we're cracking down and getting harsher um, on addiction. Obviously, the war on drugs has not been effective. It's brought more drugs... Um, I don't think cracking down on drugs by putting more people in prison for a longer amount of time is helpful in any way. 
Now, I have a lot of issues with the prison system, and people often come out of it worse than better. At least that's what I think. But I have a solution in mind. So I think we should do the same program that Canada is doing, basically. Um, in 2003, Vancouver opened the first supervised injection clinic. They almost were legislated out of existence because, of course, the government did not support this idea at first. But now they're functioning and they have intervened in over 4,992 overdoses without one death. Now, this is a report that was done a few years ago, so it's probably even more now. They actually provide the medical-grade drug to users who don't have to get on the street with more potential of death. 10% of their clients have pulled back on drug use. The idea is you can't stop people from using drugs once they're addicted and make sure they don't die. It costs about 27,000 Canadian per year to fund versus 48,000 a year spent on policing and judicial costs for those addiction, which again, in Canada, I'm sure it's probably far more here in America because we have mass incarceration compared to them. But I think that the model that Canada has employed, I'm sure it would not be taken well here because it's America and we're bullheaded and we would probably, most politicians would think that we're endorsing drug use if we provide them the drugs. But I honestly think it's an ingenious system because, again, less people die. And when they're in a facility where they know they're safe, they're more likely to eventually get help and that 10% that pulled back on drug use because there's less stigma. They're not afraid of being arrested in these places, which is a good thing because that means they can go to rehab rather than go to jail, suffer withdrawal symptoms and potentially death. To me, this seems like the only viable way to help wean people off drugs in an area where there are a lot rather than just punishing people for it which is clearly not helping from the evidence we've seen so uh you're saying that the canadian government spending twenty-seven thousand canadian dollars um but i okay so if you're a drug addict whatever if you're on the street if you live in a home whatever but if you're a drug addict and you get caught the government just continues to give you free drugs so you don't no it's more like you're allowed to go into these facilities rather than being on the street and they will provide the drug to you which you're going to get regardless because in addiction the illness you will do anything to get the drug you will literally sell your house you will abandon your children to get the drug we've all heard it happen so but, but why would i ex- if you're going to get but the if drug i don't anyways, want to change because i'm a drug addict why would i walk into a facility like that I mean, no this facility they're not going to punish you they're not even going to Necessarily I don't care, force but if you I'm to on get drugs, help. I'm not looking at I have a problem or that I want to no, get better. No, this isn't a treatment facility. This is a facility where they take their drugs and they're just supervised so that someone can intervene and a hospital can be there immediately. And an ambulance will be there immediately so you don't die if, if you overdose? do overdose. I, yes, because but, so many people do but overdose. But what if I'm in denial? I'm a drug addict, but I don't want to admit that I have a problem. So why would I even go there? Because Again, this place what? is not asking you to admit you have a problem. They're, they're literally just giving you a supervised place where so you don't die. 
It's but, just like but taking if I drugs don't on think the street. I'm going to die by taking these drugs because I know what I'm doing. I'm There's taking always drugs a risk of overnight overdose. I'm sure there is, but why would I be thinking logically and clearly if I'm on drugs? You might not, but that's also possibly one of the reasons that they, give, that they give that they provide the drugs. Giving it to me for free, why would I want to get off of them? To be fair, I am not sure if it's free or not when they give them the drugs. I don't have a clear answer on that. Okay, so but I get a super the, discounted the price. Main... If I get a discounted price again, why? What's my incentive to get off the drugs? If I even if I buy them at a lower price, you give it to me for free. However you're doing it, I'm at the facility where you're getting drugs. I'm taking it in a safe place because if I do overdose, they'll take me to the hospital. Why? Why would I get off them? What? What's my incentive here to say get off that drug? I'm... To be honest, it's not the facility that's giving you an incentive because incentives often don't work against addiction it's an illness you can't just fight it off for most addicts at least from what i've heard it comes when they hit absolute rock bottom and that's different for everyone maybe that has to do with your family or whatever maybe you lose an important possession i don't know i can't say but whatever rock bottom means to a specific addict is usually makes them go get help and you're not going to find that at any I, facility or I, on the street i still it's don't get it if i'm in a building that's giving me drugs and they make it safe because they have doctors they have an ambulance on staff or anything what what is going to make me hit rock bottom that's not rock bottom for me i'm you know what i mean that's not i'm not going to hit rock bottom to turn me around tell me to stop well, if I'm on the street and I'm eating garbage and I'm digging for trash and I got to beg for a nickel to go buy my drugs, that's hitting rock bottom at some point. But that you, may not be rock bottom for people. It it really depends on the person. Some people might eke out an existence doing that. But if and, I make it easy on them, that's not going to be bottom. And that's not going to be enough of an incentive for them to say, oh, I really need to quit because I'm tired of getting free drugs. I'm tired of being in a cushy facility that I know if I overdose, they're going to save my life. I see your point. However, they have seen that 10% of people using less drugs. So if they're making it all cushy and you never want to leave and you just want to keep using drugs because you know it's a safe place, then how would 10% of people be back on their drug use? How much money does that cost them? Because 90% of the people are feeding their drug habit. They're using only, the same amount of drugs that they, they would use on the 10%, street. But, but the government's paying for it now. They're paying less than it is for law enforcement and convictions and hospital rates and everything else that comes with unsafe drugs. Would that not be more if I'm in fear of 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 actually dying or getting caught and going to jail because it's something illegal? Wouldn't that that fear cause me no to to do less? No. Or why can't they be like other countries? Right? If you get caught doing drugs, they just kill you. No. But that's what other countries do. That's you know because because. We are a generous society. That I, I believe that we have more people incarcerated here because we are of a generous society. If you <laughs> get caught doing something illegal, I'm not going to kill you for it. I'll just I'll just send you to the jail. Right? I get entirely three in the disagree with that. Other statement. countries, you get caught with drugs, they kill you. Yeah, they that's cut not, off a hand. They cut off a leg. I it's mean, not being merciful because we're throwing them in a cage for being ill. They're literally sick. And you're saying, oh, if we threaten them no, with jail well, time, no, isn't minute. that going to stop them? What percentage of them are actually ill, that they have some kind of a disease that Addiction says, is I an must illness. do drugs? Addiction is an illness. Once you try it, 
once and if you get hooked on it that is an illness it's a sickness and many psychologists agree but with that. what made you ever try it to do it once that was your decision to try it okay so if i make a d- mistake when i'm 12 years old i should have to suffer for the rest of my life is that what you're trying to say no that's not what i'm trying to say especially if, if you're a youth you if you're a youth York accident coming out. If you're you've never been to New York, (laughs) I've been there, never lived there, but I've been there. Um, If you're a youth and there's a problem, I'm not saying don't get help. But they won't. I'm saying the help that you're offering, I don't think will do what you want. And it is of great cost to the government. Less cost than throwing them in jail. Then let's not throw them in jail. Let's make it more extreme. No, we've shown that the extreme does not help. Drug use has only gone up the harsher we get. On drugs, how should we handle it? You're a convicted drug dealer, and say you're not an addict. So roped up into the war on drugs. You're a, a a pusher. You're pushing drugs. You're pushing drugs on little kids, right? Do you think that you should get three hots in a cot, or should there be something more extreme? No idea what three hots and a cot is supposed to mean. Get three meals but, a day and a place to live. All paid for by good old Uncle Sam and the taxpayers I, in the prison system. I have a lot of issues with the prison system that I can't get into them all right now because it's just, it's a lot. Yeah, we only got but 30 minutes or so here. I know. I cannot I cover there, the entire form of the prison system that we need. But, there's issues there, but I'm just talking about the penalties that can be given out and received. Yes, if... For drug possession drug distributorship and then those who are addicted to drugs i think if the prison systems were run in a way that i was okay with and i was comfortable with and they did their job um to actually help and reform people then yes i think that yes i think they should be thrown in jail for a decent amount of time I don't think people that are addicted and, as I've stated, have an illness, at least in my mind and the mind of many other health professionals, should not be thrown in prison. But I don't your, think they your whole be. premise of this conversation is just about the war on drugs. But what you're talking about here is not the war on drugs and making it stop. It's just helping addicts get better. But that also is it is a part of the war, war on drugs. Part of the war on drugs is we think if we punish people more— if we give them longer sentences for being addicted to drugs, then it will make it stop. Well, I think it's a very small part of the war on drugs that you're focusing in on. And it's also the weaker part for, because you're looking for sympathy for those people who are addicted to drugs. You're looking for, uh, how do I treat the human aspect for somebody who's addicted to drugs, which is looking for sympathy or empathy or, Whatever you want to call it to say it was a bad situation for that person. Baby lives. He made one bad mistake, one bad decision, and, and something in their chemistry made them addicted to that drug right off the bat. Another, there are some drugs out there that they say, I have no idea because I don't do drugs. Um, take it once, you're hooked forever, right? No, I, to a degree, I, it depends I on the person. I guess that's true and stuff. I don't know. I'm Like I said, I'm not... Into the world of drugs, I have a background in knowing what all the drugs are and their effects and everything out there. Um, but what I'm saying is there are simply people who like to take drugs. There are simply people who 
I, I wouldn't say are addicted, but they like the effects of the drugs, how they make them feel, or they, they're stressed. They say, if I go home and I smoke a little something or drop a little pill and I feel great, it helps me relax, right? Those people aren't going to want to change, but those are the people that you have to stop making them do it to get rid of it in the war on drugs. I would. So what's the incentive, right? The incentive is I have to scare you, right? Make something so dreadful that you won't want to I do disagree. it because you, the, well, they're not listening to you say drugs are bad. Don't do them. I disagree because one, I think that's a very, very small minority of people. I think that most people taking drugs are addicts and they cannot stop themselves. And two, I think that there's been enormous evidence that scaring people into doing into stopping things is not the way to go. I think there's been tons of evidence that our prison system is not working because the threat of punishing people often doesn't outweigh the benefit of doing the crime or making themselves feel better. Potentially, it's because they don't think they'll get caught, but again it's it's part of prison reform that i don't think we're treating these issues right care i just think that first and foremost we should be thinking about saving the most lives and i think that these facilities they are saving lives that's that's what the data has shown they're saving people from overdosing and i think that is the most important thing here even more important than all the drugs coming into our country would be saving someone's life that's that's how it comes down to order in my mind and that's what this is I, doing well i'm it's, it's doesn't do that in my mind i don't they don't come in the same order or the facilities aren't doing that <laughs> i don't disagree with state people right i mean that's the humanitarian don't just let people die we just don't want to save the lives i believe that is a a primary Choice, directive, whatever, that we have to save lives. I don't believe that we should, though, save lives by encouraging a habit. I don't think it's encouraging it. I, and that's the basic thing where we disagree, because I believe that if you're going to, again, if you're going to a facility where they're going to give it to you for free or reduced cost, they're feeding your habit. They're, but they just happen to have somebody on standby where if you take too much of it, they're going to try and save your life. Is, but, I mean, I'm, and, and, and I don't believe that. I don't believe that we should be feeding that drug to a person. I knew coming into this. We should do everything this. to get them off it, putting them in rehab. I mean, it, it, if, if you're caught with it, so to speak, they're going to have to go cold turkey. Or they go into a system where they would feed it and gradually wean you off it with the plan that, that you're done, that it's out of your system. Isn't and that would be 100% right throughput that not 10 percent. there's there's a few things i have to say one i knew coming into this that people would think that it's um enabling but from my perspective the fact is they are going to get the drugs no matter what that's how your mind works when you're an addict you are going to get the drugs that's fine but so it, they're giving you drugs make, that are clean why and make not it easier for anything. them to get it why do I, why should I have the mindset to say, I know you're going to go get the drug. So instead of making it hard, well, I'm, going to make it, I'm just going to give no, it to but you. What's the because point? I'm giving into that fact. What's the point in making it super hard on them when you know they're going to get it in the end anyways? Because maybe they won't get it. Maybe they can't they find it. Maybe the source is dried up. Maybe if we focus our energies on not taking up, out the ever. dealers and 
the importing of drugs and the distribution networks that they won't be able to get it at all to begin with. They, they most definitely will. There's always another drug dealer out there. I, I mean, it's reality right now that that is but not it, going to come for many more years. But if they have to change the network, it might be harder to find if you're not trusted by the drug source of saying, you know, because you have to find a new dealer and they say, who the heck are you? Pfft, I don't know you. I'm not selling you nothing. They're going to sell to whoever they can to make money. I, I don't know because, well, they're worried about they don't want to get caught. They don't want to go to prison. They don't want to be, you know, tied up as a drug dealer and be in prison for the rest of their lives or the next 20 years. They're probably going to be cautious about who they sell to. They're going to want to create some kind of separation for deniability. So if they do get you know, somebody gets caught. It, it only goes so far up the chain before it stops. I don't know. I'm not in the drug network world, but um, I'm making some assumptions here. But I'm assuming that if they were smart, and this is how they would structure it and organize it out. I disagree. But, but, but even but to I... give into that and just say, so I'm going to give it to you for free because it's difficult. And I know you're going to find it. So I'll give it to you. It, Obviously, just, that, that, it doesn't make sense to me. That because... Um, as I've said, I think they're going to get it anyways. So you said that the best solution, obviously, is to get them off the drugs, get them into rehab. But something that is a huge thing that you learn in life is you cannot help someone who doesn't want to be helped. Put them in rehab all you want, but they're going to come out and go use drugs again unless they're committed to getting better. And the fact is, oh, oh, no, wait a minute, no, wait a minute. Oh, back that up, back that up. So I'll agree with you on that. You can't help someone that doesn't want to be helped or doesn't think. But as they get clean, they might realize, hey, my life is better. I didn't but want to be helped. They won't but stay clean. If they don't, is they have the three strikes you're out rule, right? So I give you three times you can go through rehab, but you can get you cleaned up. You know what? If you don't hit that in the system that third time, now you're going to prison. You know what, though? Because you prove that you don't want help. And On nothing average, I can do can help you. It takes people seven times in rehab to actually stay clean. So Okay, so did you just contradict yourself by saying that these people do want to be helped or they want to be get clean if you put them enough times? No, you I just said, said you can't help them that don't want to be helped. Yeah. And then you just said it takes them seven times to go through. Yeah, I said you can't help them if they don't want to be helped. And on average, so, uh, by the time they go through it the seventh so, time, so where do you they draw do want to be helped. So if they get caught eight times doing it, then they... No, I'm just saying... Then they go to jail? I, I mean, think it's to unfair to say three strikes and you're out when the, the reality is it usually takes them longer. So saying you want to give them seven strikes? I'm not necessarily saying seven strikes until you go to jail because I don't think we should put addicts in jail. But again, okay, so I'm not getting it. So you're coddling the addicts. Because you're saying it costs less money when it really doesn't if they have to go through your program seven times. Or they're in it indefinitely because they don't want to change. Well, like I said, I don't know. I, I can't lie. I don't know that going through rehab seven times would cost less than the arrests, the conviction, the hospital stays. I imagine it would, but the facilities that I uh, previously mentioned do cost less in Canada are not rehab facilities. They're just supervised injection facilities. But like, like I said, I'm not stating financial reasons for them not to go to jail. I'm not saying don't put them in jail because it's cheaper not to. That's a side effect. But I just think prison reform and it's more human to take someone who's ill and try and make them better. It, in my mind, it's... 
don't deny addiction that, but I is like that mental illness and you don't them put them to get in jail better. for that. You don't enable them to continue but that you, life you of drugs. But you just said if they don't want to get better, then it, it doesn't work. You're so the how one can you force that, them to get and better? I you said you agreed. You. Yes. So, so what do you do with those people? This is what I'm saying is a hole in your plan to say, okay, if you don't want to get better, do I indefinitely keep giving them drugs at the taxpayer's expense because they just simply don't want to get better? And now I'm also wasting money on having an ambulance and everything on standby just to make sure they Not don't die and it. keep them alive? Okay, so you're wasting well, money on I'm, keeping people alive. I'm That's wasting a waste to you. money in the fact that somebody doesn't want to change and I'm giving them drugs for free. It's yes, not I think just it's that they don't want to change. To keep standby, just to repeatedly keep that person alive because they don't want to change. It's not a matter of want. They can't just want to change. Like, yes, well, they have to want to change to get better. They don't want to change, and you're not they, going to change them. You're not going to fix them. You're not going to get better. believe they will succeed, and they have to be committed to getting better. But they ultimately, once they are committed to getting better, still need help to get better. See what I'm saying? And I don't mind giving them help. They can get help to get better, but it shouldn't be 90% of these people you're saying don't get better. Not saying they don't they get only better. Have a 10% I'm saying success rate of getting people off the it's drugs. It's not a 10% success rate. It's a 10% have got back on their drugs, okay? 90% are using what they normally would have otherwise. So to me, that's 10% better than the war on drugs is doing, and probably more considering the war on drugs is making more people use drugs. I, I I don't know. I, I haven't read the reports. I, I honestly I think it's just drugs in general have gotten more prevalent in society. It's gotten more accepted in society for whatever reason. Right? Is is in think it's because we're loosening uh the laws and the rules. We're getting never loosened the laws on drugs. Okay, so marijuana like weed. marijuana was illegal and now Everybody smokes it, and it's a legal thing to do. We've legalized weed, but among all other drugs, we've increased the jail time and mostly increased the punishment for those drug offenders and drug crimes. It just doesn't settle with me. I'll agree with you in the fact that these people need help. I don't think that that's a good plan. I don't believe that you should... The enabler out the intent of getting them off it. Well, I just don't. I, I I'm not, I'm not buying it. I mean, I, the intent eventually that. is to get them off of it, but of course that's not the purpose of the facilities. At its but base not level. if I'm you know not forcing them to do it. Not if I'm not giving them the psychological. Well, you can't help force them to, to say why to do it. Then, then yeah, they just show up and say, "Give me drugs. I want my drugs today. I normally take whatever." 800 cc's of this. Give me a needle. Stick it in me. You will walk in and get it. Bottom line. Make it easy. I don't see How as enabling. How about they go to the pain and the struggle of going to find it on the street, and then they can go to that facility and say, hey, I'm going to take a room and go shoot up. Do you mind? Bottom line, I don't see it as enabling them because I don't think we should punish people who are sick just because I think they're going to get their hands on drugs either way because that's the way this illness works. And I think okay. that this program is saving lives. Let's, your premise is they should emulate what Canada is doing. Have these drug houses that are government supported, just try and save lives. And that your your what you want to do as your things because you're saying it, on drugs is not going well. 
is they're horrible at it and your idea is to say let's do government drug houses to at least if we can't win the war on drugs let's try and just save people's lives supervised injection centers and i'm not saying we can't win the war on drugs but more or less so if the government is buying these drugs to getting it from where so are they not supporting the drug habit and that money is going to the drug cartels and it's kind of a self-defeating thing i'm going to stop the war on drugs but yet i'm going to buy a hundred million dollars worth of drugs to feed all my I do not know how Canada gets it, but what I would assume to the best of my ability is that they would not be buying from cartels, but they would be making it in a lab. Just having government sanctioned. Oh, I mean, drug, drug farms. I mean, what? So can I legally go out and get a license to grow poppy fields in my backyard so I can make cocaine out of them? I would assume there would be quite a few steps to uh, registering and working now your way like, up like, to where now they the, trust Now the government's into the drug market, which, granted, they already are there, right? So the ATF and the DEA and stuff, they already regulate illegal substances. I mean— stuff, But, you know, that, that's another rabbit hole that we don't want to go down. If they're handing um, drugs that they know are not laced with anything that— if they're handing drugs to these people that you're saying is enabling, they're also taking business away from the drug dealers and the kingpins. Now the government is my drug dealer. Again, I think of it as saving lives, but whatever you want to call it. I and I think we're still enabling, uh, right? To, to take right, you just rather them sit in an alley and rot. Oh. You mentioned earlier that that's what makes him hit rock bottom and quit and get off the stuff. I don't think you could argue that leaving them on the street might make them hit rock bottom and go to rehab and get better because, and that Certainly, that would be a higher success rate. Because a nice cushy house where I'm going to give you the drugs for free, government and have protection and stuff and safeties in place isn't going to encourage you to get off it either. I said, though, it's not about encouragement because these people are sick. They're ill. It doesn't matter what you bribe them with to make but, them get off it or not you, get off it. But you're still killing it. them. The drug they're on is killing them. So what do you suggest? You can force them to go to rehab, well, I, but not, they're not going to get help I'm unless not, they well, want you know, Should they be forced to go to rehab? You know, I, I think I think that the goal is they should give them less and less and less of it until they wean themselves basically in a rehab program they just don't even know it but like like i said i mean yes you can put them in rehab the ideal is to wean them off the drug and have them get better these these facilities are not there to keep them on drugs purposefully obviously the the end goal is for them to be healthy again but the, but not, the reality is if you anything. force them in, to go into rehab then they're gonna go use again because on average it takes seven times in rehab before they decide to get better i get it but i just don't see how this program is going to do anything for anybody it doesn't encourage you to do anything other than here here's your free shot encouragement is not going to get anywhere what this is getting is it's getting less business to drug dealers and it's getting more people to survive overdoses that inevitably happen so that they have okay. a more chance of getting better later in life if here's they survive an, here's an overdose. another angle on it drug dealers make yes they make a ton of money at this and they do it by getting addicts 
that can't stop and that will do anything to, to pay for it, right? How much stop the government's doing the same thing? Or hoking numbers, whatever. Say you just put them in the drug business. You just gave them a whole bunch of basic customers. If they wiped every cartel off the face of the earth and they controlled all the drugs, you'd think they would stop. Or did they have now a built-in income money base coming in? All those billions of dollars that were going to the cartels not come to the government. You think they'd want to shut that off? Or would they keep it rolling or make it worse and, and put their own people out on, on the street and start pushing? Because that's, that's the revenue stream for them. If we're being honest, the government's already doing that with insulin. It, it would happen. I don't doubt legal, that that's a with, potential with reality. Drugs, that, that, that reality is already here. But... Put insulin out there. Yes, I totally agree with you. Yeah. That they take drugs that are life-saving drugs and they charge you a fortune for yep. it. And the government gets that money. To be honest... Well, does the government get that money or does the pharmaceutical company that made it get that money? Now, granted, they use that money to lobby politics and put a lot of money into it. But, uh, you know, that, again, that's going down another whole rabbit hole there. But I think if the government had sole control of these illegal substances as of this time and all the cartels are wiped out, I think they would continue, best interest to continue pushing those drugs and keep sprung out on it so they can make money off Here's it. Here's the deal. We can't copy Canada's system exactly because we are not Canada. So many I think people. the system works in Canada. I think it's a bad idea. <laughs> the statistics show it does. But so many people live close to the Canadian border so they can go to the Canadian border and get insulin because they don't overcharge for life-saving drugs there because they uh, also uh, wait, have I'm Medicare not, not for all. About, I'm not talking about insulin. So, I get the all insulin I'm saying, thing. I'm talking about the cocaine, I know, I know heroin, I'm whatever. I'm saying that Canada has a different healthcare system. So it's a little bit different there the way they treat drugs and healthcare. In the American system, capitalism promotes greed and capitalism would get us there. I, that's what I think. Oh, you're opening up so many doors. <laughs> I it's know. painful. I, oh, to get, oh. But in my mind, yes. In the American system, it is a reality that if we were to have these, that it might end in them overcharging from major drug systems and continuing to do it which would be a negative reaction but in the short term i stand by the fact that this is a better alternative than letting people die in overdose in the numbers that they are currently bug at no cost or little cost to you trouble free i walk in i ask for it go to the room i take it i have my trip and then Walk out when I'm done or my body is satisfied or whatever. You keep putting that poison in your body, you're going to die. So now you're just saying, I am legally, governmentally killing you. I'm going to let you die and I'm going to watch you die. Now I'm going to make sure you don't die of a drug overdose in my thing. I want to keep you around. I want to keep you paying. That what we're doing anyways. We're watching people die. We're just not But we're not making them. it easy on them. They're going through a hard effort to kill themselves. So you think, you think it's think noble we should, because we're making it difficult? I don't think we should enable people? them to kill themselves. We're not to kill themselves. We, you know, we're saying they're addicted, and I'm, I'm pushing it on you and saying, yeah, I'm getting it to you for free. Go ahead and shoot up. I'm sitting here watching you do it. You're at pushing you, it on anyone. At least if you're out on the street, you're going through the hard work of getting yourself from doing it by making it illegal and arresting you. Again, I just have an issue with saying 
someone's sick and you're saying, I'm going to stop you at all costs, even if that means risking your life and killing someone. In my mind, you're, you're saying, yeah, we're, we're enabling them and we're letting them die and, and such by giving them the drug and letting them inject the poison, even though they'd get it anyways. But in, in my mind, we're watching people die anyways. We see the immense amount of overdose numbers. We're just not seeing it in front of us, if you know what I mean. We're not seeing these people um, while they're addicted and the true devastation of that, unless you're a family member of someone or someone who has been addicted in the past. So just because you're shielding yourself from the reality, I don't think making it harder for someone to get what they're going to get in the end is noble. I don't think it's better to watch them die slowly and not do anything about it. I think it's better to at least... Watch them die slowly because I give you the drug. Keep them alive, I would say, and encourage them to get help. But if, if they don't want it, that's there's only so much you can do. But the longer you keep them alive, the more of a chance there is of them getting better and healing. I don't think it's okay to i mean you're saying yes we're just watching them die at a longer length that's what they're doing on the street already you might as well at least do what i have you to can. help them die i mean i have to give it to them i'm, I'm giving up poison most every day people, instead of them pursing that poison like every other week most people only take what they need to get the high and it is possible if they take it more often that it would increase that but i also think you're saying oh they could go a few weeks without it on the street because they can't find it which is true but the the immense withdrawal symptoms are almost just as bad as having the drug itself in my opinion it depends it now it does depend how much you're taking and what drug what the withdrawal symptoms are like but but you can die bad, from withdrawal, and again, sure, if it's, it's kind untreated, of you know what? They can go to community centers, hospital, and they get a drug that would craving the withdrawals away, so it doesn't. Kill I actually while do. they try and weed you, we don't die while they keep looking for that drug. So but again, it, it you're prolonging their life by giving them a drug that takes away the cravings. For a temporary amount of time, and maybe minimal amounts. I'm I don't, not, and I'm not giving poison of the cocaine or something that's going to kill them. But you gave them just enough to get by so that they can score again. I didn't again. give them that drug. I gave them some. I gave them a, a different. Takes, uh, the the craving away. I'm not giving them. Take the edge off. I'm not making you know a, a larger propensity that they need to get more of that drug to get their high i'm giving them a drug to get them off it hopefully again if they're hitting rock bottom it will be the uh impetus to to turn their life around right if they get off it maybe they'll start thinking clear uh you know maybe they'll come back tomorrow if they can't find it again to get this drug to, to take the the crazy take the edge off whatever um and then eventually they're going to stop craving it and they're going to realize what a dumpster dive their life has become and they're going to want to turn it around and get out of it if they can think clearly again again i don't think you're getting anybody off anything 
if you can go to a place where you can give them the drug, you uh, impair their mental capacity to even want to think about changing their life or getting turned around or making things better. It's just, it doesn't work it's for me. Just in my mind, the reality is 99.9% .9 of people are not going to not find the drug they need. First of all, that's extremely hard. Then they go get something to help the cravings go away. Then they can't find the drug again, even though they really want it. And then go back and get more of the drug that's going to help them wean off the other drug. Trading one drug in for another, which hopefully you'll get off. To me, One's that's, legal and one's illegal. But to me, that's not the reality for most people. I would rather see them in a space. To me, what you're saying is that since I'm not giving them the drug directly, since I have good intent, that it's okay because I'm one step away from it. Because you're, you see yourself as not enabling them if you give them a legal drug. But to be honest, I think that's removing yourself from the situation and trying to detach yourself when that's not the reality. The reality is you're, you're giving them something to get by and then they're going to go out and use again just like they would if they're in a supervised facility. Um, but if they go out and use again and they haven't had it for a while, they have a higher chance of overdosing. Oh, I haven't had my dose in four weeks, so I must take double the dose now to get that same high. Oh, and now they've overdosed and died. I'd rather see them in a facility where if they're going to get high anyways, that there's someone there to save them. Okay, so... <laughs> Once again, <laughs> I think we have some polar opposite viewpoints here. Uh, and again, I, I, I hope that this is an opportunity for people to think, to take one side or the other, to continue the conversation with other people, right? I mean, engage, get feelings, get think about something, uh, you know, talk about drugs and how you don't want to be, use them, you don't want to get addicted to them. I think you should use your brain power to come up with ideas to develop solutions that could be better, that can help save lives, save other people, save families, uh, you know, save accidents, um, do all this stuff, right? I, I think this should encourage people think and discuss and encompass solutions more so than what we we've just honed in on a niche that is a small part of the bigger picture of the problem. And, and I think that it can be attacked from many angles and any discussion, any uh, valuable, I want to say solutions that can come out there are worthy of discussion and, and, and talking about what the pros and cons are, right? How can we make this work? How can we not? Somebody out there is going to come up with a grand slam idea that could really make something work. It, it may be several programs, but I'm just saying allow our discussions here to light a fire for your brain to come up with better solutions. Yeah, obviously every idea is fallible and every system is open to critique, including the one in Canada. So if you can come up with something better, I encourage you to write to a legislator, um, talk to talk about it with other people. Um, don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> Stay in school. <laughs>